What's good, you guys? Welcome to Coach Johan's Ego Killer. I'm Johan Francis, CSCS. This is a show where we talk motivational stories about people we meet inside the gym because there's one thing I know about you guys. You do a lot better once the ego's been defeated. Today, I have a very special guest on the show. We're going to sit down and talk. It's from Cali to Toronto, a.k.a. T-Dot, right? My birthplace, where I get to talk to a very interesting person, Candice Mitchell. Candy Crush is a Muay Thai fighter and an inspirational woman. She's a champion who holds many belts. She's fought in Thailand. She's fought here in the Bay Area. She's done a lot of stuff. And a lot of her Muay Thai career began post-30, right? As I've met a lot of people inside the gym who start doing Muay Thai at different ages. Some people are in their 30s. Some people are in their 20s. Um, I'm starting to learn how much of a lifestyle difference it is. Muay Thai is very different. It's not like boxing where, you know, most of the most renowned folks you know start at 9. You know what I mean? I mean, of course, in Thailand, it is very common for them to start at nine training. But around the world, it could be a lot of different ages. Um, and, and, and there is a disproportionate advantage inside of boxing if you start really young, as it would be the case with a lot of sports. But inside of Muay Thai, because it's so dynamic, it requires so much internal toughness because it's more about how relaxed you can be before you're opening up for strikes, etc. And it's just it's this beautiful mind game. Not game necessarily, but it's this beautiful invocation of your mind. You can start a little bit later in life and get really good at it as Candy Crush Candice talks about, you know? And it's great. We got to talk about it a little bit. You know, I learned about her just through happenstance, you know, when Twitter and Instagram suggests that you follow other people and listen to other people. That's actually how I found out about her. And then I started to see all these common threads. And I thought at some point I'd like to really talk to her. So she was cool enough to take time out of her day as the head strength coach at Toronto Muay Thai uh, in, in Canada there and talk to me. Um, uh, she's a Caribbean woman. You know, my family is from Jamaica. So, you know, I immediately... Uh, I didn't know she'd have an accent. I didn't know she'd have an accent, even though I know she's Trinidad, right? She's Trini. I didn't know she'd have an accent. So hearing the accent, it really made me, I understand all the the words and the nuances of that fantastic accent. So, you know, without further ado, everybody, enough chit-chat by me, enough of the preamble, I know. Let's get right to it. Candy Crush, in medias res. She's literally doing her road work right before the interview. Like, talk about living the lifestyle and talking it like you walk it. That's about as foul-wow as you can get. That's about as authentic as it comes. And it was, again, uh, you know, really cool to sit and talk with Candy Crush. So here she is. A sit-down with Candice Candy Crush Mitchell. It's kind of cool to have you like in the middle of training. It's like you're living the life, right? Yeah, I'm stuck, like, really far away from home, so I was just running, running back, so uh, I won't get 
you know what? I appreciate it a lot because I know that we don't know each other at all. And it's kind of like, huh, who's this random dude? You know, kind of like, huh? But let me just start off by saying what happened and how I met you. Is that cool? Or how I got to know about you. So as you know, you know, Fight World, Muay Thai World is very small. I think I was on like socials. I'm in San Jose, California, and I saw like training at CSA. And then I saw one of your profiles, and I think you were you had the Canadian flag, and like I said, I was born in Toronto, and yeah. and so I was like, whoa, we're, these are parallels are happening. <laughs> <laughs> and so I learned a little bit about your backstory, and so and we are starting the recording, by the way, and I'm with, of course, Candice Candy Crush. Mitchell, hello. And she's walking through Toronto, I think. Yeah. And out for a run. And and Candace is, why don't you tell the audience about yourself and what it is that you do? Because your story, I think, was really, really interesting. to make the move and you did it so that and that is so dope i want it so the idea of my show is called ego killer okay it is about motivation it must have taken quite a bit of motivation to just move to thailand tell me about that first idea why did you decide to just move there instead of like train in canada that's me. Since I first myself in the sport, like I was curious, yeah, I was curious about the uh, where one which I came from, like the, the the home country, like Thailand. So, and uh, I really wanted more training, more like authentic. Uh, I wanted a whole authentic Thai experience, and. Uh, I love my 
just thought I was trading until I had the time. I didn't want to switch gyms to go to another gym in the city because there were other gyms in the city that uh, I could train out of and, and gotten um, really more experience. But I figured it was better to travel, travel out of the country and, and get new experiences. And uh, Thailand just uh, made sense to me. So um, it was a really tough decision because... Uh, Uh-oh. Sorry, if you can hear me still. We just lost Candice because the internet. But I will try to get you back. All right, I'm so sorry. You, you, the last thing that I heard was, it was a tough decision. That was the last thing I heard. Yeah. I look back. Right? Yeah. Man, tell me about the first day you went there. How intimidating was that? Because I imagine it had to. I know you're a tough woman, you're a fighter. More um, time. Wasn't, yeah. 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 I wasn't intimidated at all. No. Um, I did uh I reached out to the gym that I wanted to train at before I got to Thailand. And um, I didn't have any money, so it was really important that I found a gym that was interested in uh, sponsoring me. Um, wow. So I, I reached out to the gym that I wanted to. I'm like, hey, I'm this amateur fighter from Canada. I'm the Canadian champion. I really want to move to, to Thailand. Would you guys sponsor me? And I reached out to a Phuket top team. And they were like, uh, they were like well, we don't really sponsor amateur fighters but your profile looks really good so why don't you fly out here we'll get you a profile to test you out see how you do and then we'll uh we'll make you an offer from from there we'll Beautiful. see from there right fire so that, yeah that was the goal i flew down there with the intentions of doing tryouts so it was like okay i'm gonna huh. fly down there i'm gonna yeah. train for a month to get uh, uh, used to the weather the climate yeah. And then I'm going to have my first fight, right? So that, that's what it was. I flew down there. Uh, I started training like right away. Probably the first day I stepped off the, the plane. I was, in the, I was in the gym um, taking my first class meeting, the, the Thai trainers and getting introduced. Like they were like, hey, this girl is uh, from Canada. She's interested in fighting. Get her, get her hooked up. And uh, that was it. My first fight. <laughs> I love my Let first fight. Yeah. Um, I won, but uh, I fought a, another girl who had one pro fight. So she was one and oh, and I was making my pro debut and I won the fight. Uh, they probably stopped it maybe in round two. And it was like a huge fight in the back room because the gym from, from the girl that I beat didn't believe that was my first pro fight. Right. They were like, oh, you guys lying. You're hiding her record. Oh, she's like, she's like a pro fighter. I'm like, no, literally, I just got to Thailand and fought a bunch of amateur fights. I had about 10 amateur fights before I went pro and they didn't believe it. So that I, I couldn't speak Thai. I just see them cursing at each other back and forth in Thai in the, in the change room. I'm like, oh, I can is tell she Thai? this is about. 
Was she Thai? She wasn't. She was not Thai. She was also. She's a foreigner. She was from uh, right. okay. either Australia or New Zealand. I'm not That's sure. I can't remember the country. And yeah, they were not happy. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my bad. Sorry. Didn't mean to you know, beat your girl up like yeah. that. But it's like, <laughs> it's- Right. Yeah. I feel like they might have more. They feel like there's more ownership, maybe because uh, closer to Thailand. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they were a little big mad. But you know what? Someone's got to win. Someone's got to lose, of course. Um, yeah. Uh, it's just oh. part of the journey. Yeah, it's just part of the journey. So um, I, I did end up getting sponsored by the gym. So it, coincidentally, that's the gym I go back to every year when I go to Thailand. And I try to do a Thai trip every year. I try to always go back every year to Thailand. What? Okay. What, what were you doing before you did this? So you said in your thirties, what was your previous life? Like, um, I was in it, um, I was an it professional. Yep. Sitting at a, we're in the it capital, San Jose. So yeah. 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 Um, I worked, I worked for a bit when I came out there to train at CSE. So I was working for a, a company, um, oh. out there for a bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was working for the banks here and my parents, my family, I should say, wasn't happy that I kind of quit my secure, safe bank job yeah, <laughs> to right. go fly halfway around the world in a mm. country that, you know, don't speak English. I don't speak English. I'm a black woman <laughs> on my own going out to a country with a lot. Oh, they were not happy. Oh, I bet not. Yeah, shit. Yeah, but um, it was it was a great experience. I sold everything I own. Like, I gave up my apartment. I put my entire life down to like a backpack and a suitcase, like one suitcase and my backpack with my gear, and that was it. That was my life for six years because I was just traveling for six years with just my backpack, uh, training. That's very romantic. I love that. (laughs) It is. It is. You know. It's yeah, not, yeah. it takes courage. So that's cool. That's very interesting. Do you feel like, and I saw you had lion fight too. So what was the progression along your career? Like, cause you found success. Like what would you have done if it didn't work out? Um, I think I would have been happy anyway. I think my, my, my initial goal was just to go Thailand and become a better Muay Thai practitioner. So I wasn't really expecting to be, like a world champion. I wasn't really expecting to be online fight or all these shows. I, all I was expecting was to go to Thailand, become better at the sport and kind of grow from there. So I kind of exceeded my initial expectations as, as to what I could do in the sport and how far I could go. So every step up, was it any more intimidating or was that your attitude the whole time? Was that your spirit? Just like, hey, I don't have massive expectations. Like I'm gonna just do this, and I'm you- just I'm just having fun, yo. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know, I'm uh, I'm I'm turning uh, forty this year, uh, in a few months actually, and That's I'm fair. fighting, I'm fighting for a WBC title the same week as my birthday. So my birthday is the 18th. I'm fighting on the 20th. So I'll be turning yeah 40. <laughs> Respect. Yeah, so that's what's up. And yeah, I'm just having fun. Um, Every every fight I grow a little bit more and just uh, I'm learning. Yeah, learning, I'm developing, I'm growing. So now you're in 
Toronto, right? And yeah. you're a coach, yes? Yeah, so I um Can I co own me? yeah, I co own my own gym here. So um what, what was the name of it? Of, uh, say that again. Oh, what was the name of it? The gym? Uh say so yeah, Toronto Kickboxing and um, Muay Thai Academy. Beautiful. So it's a gym I started out at when I was a beginner and the opportunity just came up for me to become um part of part of the ownership team so that was pretty awesome i kind of jumped on that are you helping the amateurs and the pros and stuff become better Help every everybody helping the, the 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 team and the community as a better uh, overall become better and kind of influence kids and women the next generation to to be inspired to try the sport out you know it is an intimidating sport to walk into. What do you tell people that feel like it's a massive challenge for them when they're maybe like on the fence? Yeah, uh, you know, we try to, at least uh, at, at our school, we try to come create an environment where it's more welcoming for beginners okay. and women and, and kids so they're not like freaked out. So like uh, I do all the fighter stuff later in the night or in the weekend. But during the daytime and early time, it's just like a really easygoing um, scene where people feel like really comfortable entering and just sitting and watching or trying it out and not feeling intimidated. So you foster an environment that's great, right? Yeah. Very uh, beginner friendly. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you have to be. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah. You mentioned to your background, my friend. Oh. Yeah, I am from Trinidad. What up, Trinidad? You know, the Caribbean is also slowly uh, starting to grow in the sport of Muay Thai. So I'm pretty excited about that to see more countries adapted, especially the islands. I feel and, like there's, um, some, there's some talent in the islands. Yo, really yeah, good. yeah, very <laughs> athletic. A lot of athletic people down there. So I think... Uh, it's a sport that will, will thrive very well in the Caribbean islands. I, I can only imagine. Wouldn't that be the next great <laughs> fighter coming out of there? Oh, that, it's going to be amazing, especially now with Muay Thai in the Olympics. Um, yeah. You're going to get a lot, of, a, lot more, yeah, a lot more people kind of focused and dedicated to, to pursuing it, this on a long-term long uh, goal there. A hundred percent. Did you always, what is, what is the, um, what do you speak in Trinidad? Like, uh, English, English is the English. Oh, sorry, sorry. And I guess uh, they got Spanish on there as one of the uh, languages too. But yeah, we English speaking country. The most okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. So that's great. We have, um, what is next for you? Um, well, like, like I say, I'm, I'm in fight camp right now. So I'm just training for my upcoming fight in November. Uh, we'll see what happens from there. Just kind of taking it one, one day at a time, one step at a time and enjoying the journey and the growth process uh, along the way. Yeah. Sparring multiple times a week, running in between. What is your optimal type of program? You don't have to give away the uh, secret class, but you know. <laughs> it, changes every, it changes every fight Does camp. It? Um, a little bit different with me now because before I was training full-time, but now I'm training part-time because I'm still working full-time and I'm uh, coaching. So um, 
kind of training in between. Yeah, training when I get a free time kind of like is what it is right now. When I got a free moment, I train. I train. You lift weights? I don't lift. You don't lift at all? I don't wow. lift at all. Do you think it's good or bad for fighting? Um, there's definitely benefits. I, yeah, I don't sure. like it because I'm a wimp. I don't like lifting. <laughs> I don't That's enjoy cool. lifting, so I don't do it. <laughs> But no, if you enjoy, like yeah, yeah, if you enjoy it and uh, there's definitely some benefits depending on how they, um, how the coaches are using that, the lifting to I, help you in your sport. So I was always just very, um, like, I thought it was so cool that you, I guess, but um, what would be easy is like you're in your thirties and you don't want to take on a new thing. You know, like you kind of get set in your ways. Um, yeah. I thought that was, I think that's really dope. What would you tell people? Do you, should you do it even if you have a comfortable living? Is it always important uh, to your dream? Like, oh, I see myself doing this. You right? know, I think, uh, I, I think uh, starting out, I didn't know how hard it was going to be. I just wanted, I knew I was just pa passionate about this thing yeah. and I wanted to do it. So I just took the leap and I did it. But every year I had to sacrifice something to keep going forward. Every year it's kind of like I had to feed the beast or some, something else I had yeah. to give up in my life in order to keep doing it. And I'm like, wow, if I knew going in all the stuff I'd had to give up, I probably would not have started. So right. the kind of... The kind of naive ignorance um, that I had yeah. entering the sport was helpful because I didn't know what I didn't know <laughs> hey, <that's laughs> until I got honest, there. Though. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is what's, what's up. And okay, I guess we're doing this then. So uh, yeah. yeah, every, yeah. And to, uh, and you, you know, to get to the next level, you have to give up something more. So you, uh, you can't do the same stuff you did the year before and expect it to bring you success the next year. The next year, you got to add on to that and give more and, uh, and sacrifice more. So it's, a, it's an insane beast that, that keeps turning. Yeah. I like that analogy. I will think of that whenever I have to give up, like sacrifice stuff to feed the beast. I love it. I feel yeah. like I, I kind of get what you mean because you have to, you have to feed that motivation. You have yeah. to. Yeah, yes. it's like, and, it, and the beast is because it always wants you always want more. it always it always wants more and yes. every time every time the, the 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 contribution or the sacrifice is bigger like the first time i got into muay thai what did i have to sacrifice my job okay then i had to sacrifice you know my country i had to leave canada i had to leave my home i had to leave my friends you know, and then you, you get to Thailand. Okay, now I got to live in this uh, small, I was living on site, I was living at the gym. So it's not like some fancy oh, wow. shit, right? I live, I live on site, just a room, a bed, done, right? Give up friends. So I train, I sleep, I eat, I repeat. That was just a life for like a year. So like every year, it was just a fight camp. Okay, I didn't date, so I gave up that. Um, and I wasn't partying or any of that stuff. Wasn't drinking, wasn't smoking. Had to eat uh, clean, eat clean, because I was always on way, because yeah. you never know what the Thai guys don't give you notice. They kind of just walk yeah. up to you and they're like, 
oh, you fight tomorrow, what? Okay. <laughs> or, you're, or you're fighting this Friday. No mm. notice. So you always had to be ready to go. You're on weight, you're on point. So yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's a little comforting though. Cause like, then you don't have to like, you know, they say you don't get ready, you stay ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is. Um, not easy. Yeah. yeah. Yes, man. What can you tell others who are fans of yours and are going future fans? What can you tell them about making sacrifice? I know we just talked about it, but someone's a little bit newer to the fight game. They're young, they're ambitious. They're not knowing like you did about the challenge. What can you, yeah. a couple of things that you could tell them maybe. Um, it's not easy. And, and the thing is, you're not always going to get support. So like, I knew I wanted to pursue this thing and like your friends, your family, everybody's kind of discouraging, right? They're like, what are you doing? Don't, don't do that. It's so hard when you have this, this dream that you're passionate about. Only you can see the, the vision. Only you have that pull. Only you have that calling, right? And you have to have that kind of strength and courage to to kind of like disregard what your friends and family are telling and it's really hard for people to do because those are your friends those are your family you know at the end of the day they kind of have your best they have your best interests at at heart but they don't know what's inside you know this beast inside of you so you gotta have the courage first to begin with to stand up to the well-meaning people in your life and push through and take that leap of faith in yourself and just uh, do it. You know, um, I, I'm, I, I approached yeah. it in a way as a, if it didn't work out, if Thailand didn't work out, I could always come back to Canada, you know, nine to five jobs are always there. You could always get another boring nine to five mundane right. job and just go, go back to, to, to paying bills and living paycheck to paycheck. That shit's never ending, you know? That's so right. That's it's right. Be- <laughs> right. So I was like, fuck That'll it, I'm going to take a, yeah, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to go do this thing. If it doesn't work out, you know, you can always come back home. You can always go back to what you're doing. You could always go back to your job. Your family is always going to take you back because they love you. They're going to support you no matter what. So like, fuck it, just, uh, just do it, you know? Just don't do be it. scared. Yeah, don't be scared. Try it out try at least try you know (laughs) it may not it may work out it may not work out but the word like my biggest fear throughout this whole journey is 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 uh what if not trying yeah not knowing spending my whole life going what if i could have been a muay thai champion i would never know if i didn't try okay so the the if was scarier than me than than not trying so come on right yeah yeah just try just try just try it if it doesn't work fuck it doesn't work at least you tried but you know you didn't even try you had your friends and your family convince you they don't know they don't know your your calling your passion your peace you know your peace right so just do it just try if it doesn't work out okay try something else so you can always go backwards but it's always good to try to progress forward even a little bit. Yes. I, I love it. I agree with you. Whole, I, perfect. I love that. 
you mentioned you have belts. Can you tell us what your belts are? Uh, yeah. Or do, do you not care about your belts? <laughs> um, yeah, I stopped paying attention. I don't uh, know why. I should go back and chronicle and really take stock of uh, the, the kind of belts and titles. I feel like I know, especially in Thailand, I was just head down fighting fighter uh, after fighter took my manager or one of those guys to say at some point in time hey you know you're like a two-time world champion or something like that I'm like really one which what at what point in time because it's crazy like my first world title I didn't even know I was fighting for a world title my Thai trainers were just like hey you're going to be fighting on queen queen's cup just show up I showed up and I started fighting and then halfway through the fight like round two my Thai trainer was like, oh, by the way, you fight for belt. What? <laughs> so they do shit like that. You they do shit belt. like that all the time. Do you they? know, I was fighting. I fighting. I was fighting for a title. I didn't find out till wrong two of the fight. And the only reason they told me wow. is because they wanted me to stop goofing around. They're like, uh, this is for a belt. You might want to fucking knock this girl out and stuff like playing out there. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys are so mean. <laughs> uh, I feel like that was, <laughs> that was good for you, though. It sounds like that was cool. Like, you were okay with that, though. Like, you didn't go, hey, man, what's up? Why didn't you tell me? You were kind of like, I, I feel like. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm like, I should probably start fighting at some point in time mm-hmm. and stop goofing off and, of the right? for a title. Um, and guys need to see it that. But, that's uh, right. Round and two in and Thailand, yeah. in Thailand, they don't give you your belts either, right? You either have to buy it from the stadium or some yeah. shit like that. So it's like you win your belt, you take your photo, and then you hand them the right. belt back. So it's like, uh, <laughs> did I actually win? I don't know. Okay. Dang, I didn't it's know like, that, but that makes sense. You never see them with belts. You rarely yeah. see guys with belts. Yeah, they just give you it for your photo up, and then you <laughs> give them. And you uh, you can buy it, but the price to buy the belts is kind of like my entire fight for it. So I'm like, I'm a broke fighter. I'm not going to yeah. pay you all this money for a belt will give up my Your fight trophy. first just so I can have a belt. So like a lot of my belts, I don't even have. <laughs> I should probably wow, make it man. a goal to go back at some point in my life and collect them, right? Now that I'm not yeah, so yeah, broke not? anymore. Yeah, I should. You know case. what? Yeah. Put them on yeah, the wall. I should do that. I should hey, your, do that. Gym, your gym might have the wall. It's open for belts. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. a good idea. I should make that a project. Go, uh, go collect my belts. But so yeah, at the time... Thank you for your time. I'm going to, because I have Zoom and it's the 30-minute um, variety. Um, uh, but I mean to record, so. Yeah. It has, um, what do you uh, got going the rest of the day? Are you, is it your day off? No, I don't have days off. Ooh. Seven days a week, yeah. Seven days a week. I work nine to five at my day job. And then I go to the gym and I teach uh, some classes and then I train. So Where do you get the energy? Like I have no fucking idea. I think I sleep really? like four hours a day. <laughs> See, you're one of those people that can get away with that. <laughs> I am not. I don't know. So I, I can you. Uh, you can respect. get away with it for a, a time, but then it it catches up with you and it manifests itself in other areas. So I'm I am trying to work towards uh, cleaning that up, and hopefully I can get some free time soon to kind of. Uh, sleep eight hours which is <laughs> very important right. that's, that's very right. important for our training for fight training and, and your food is good like you eat like um 
do you get yeah. your energy from eating or do you are you a big yeah believer? i mean i yeah i eat pretty, I eat pretty normal i eat normal it's Good. nothing special yeah. rice and peas jerk chicken sushi yeah. i eat normal <laughs> that's right it's nothing nothing that's fancy happening up. here that's what's up that's what's up well thank you for taking the time i i love my time at csa I, I after I did my three years in Thailand, I'm I did a year in Cali to train at CSC and I learned so much more uh, different things um, being out there. So I appreciated did my you? time out there a lot. Yeah, like school is um I think very well known. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never met so much uh, fighters and champions under one roof. You know, that's what made it uh, super appealing. I could go to a sparring class and you'd have like 20 champions in that right. one <laughs> that one room training and they're still doing it i've seen yeah. them on ig i think they have like two gyms or something i don't i don't know how close you are i don't want to but um no they're known and that's actually how i saw your profile i was like yeah. oh dublin and da 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 and yeah dublin dublin like, california man yeah, yeah dublin that's right and then have you heard of aka um, I've heard of AKA. They, they got a gym uh, in Thailand too. So it's really. Oh, that's right. That's right. I don't know if it's the same owners, but they, there's one in Thailand as well. That's right. It's, it, yeah, yeah, it is. All right, Candice. Um, man, hey, if you would, maybe we could do it again. Yeah, I really appreciate the time a lot. Not a problem. It's nice talking to you. Thanks for taking the time as well. And I'm a fan. I support you in all your fights, if that matters. But, Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Well, I'm fighting for the WBC. All right. So Audacity, I'm on Audacity right now. Um, um, Zoom just did the thing that Zoom does, and I apologize for that. But that was Candice Mitchell, Candy Crush, on the show. She does have her title defense coming up. So stay tuned for that. Other than that, you guys, thank you for joining me. Head to egokillershow.com. Join the show. You can ask me a question and tell me a story. And about a way that you overcame the ego to get better, to get stronger, to get faster, to make a big, important sacrifice. All right? Um, rate us. Five stars on the show gets you an invite into the inner circle where you get more videos, more interaction with me, your coach on Apple podcasts or on Podbean. until then you guys, thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening and stay up. <laughs>